Hi guys, uh, welcome to Bowl Ke Bowl. This is 19th of May 2019. This is the weekly news roundup. So I think uh, let's get into it quickly. Uh, voting begins for last phase Lok Sabha polls. Like there have been six phases completed. This is the seventh and last phase of the polls. Uh, so it's the 59 Lok Sabha seats are to be determined today, 19th of May. Uh, voting is underway in all 13 seats uh, in Punjab. Uh, an equal number of seats in Uttar Pradesh. Nine in West Bengal. Eight seats in Bihar and Madhya Pradesh. Four in Himachal Pradesh, three in Jharkhand, and the lone seat in Chandigarh. Uh, in Panji, interestingly, a bipole is being held because of the death of the late Chief Minister, former Chief Minister of Goa, Mr. Manohar Parikar. May he rest in peace. Um, there are a lot of uh, important battles going on, uh, none more so than the battle in Varanasi, uh, uh, where uh, Prime Minister Narendra Modi is contesting elections from. If you remember, fun fact, uh, last time around five years ago, it was uh, Mr. Arvind Kejriwal who had fought against Modi and lost in Varanasi. Uh, an average of 66.8% voters exercised the franchise in the last six phases. So this time around, you could say two out of three Indians uh, eligible to vote, of course, have uh, gone ahead and voted uh, in uh, uh, these polls, correct? And which is a good number, if you ask me. Uh, and the whole elections were spread over 38 days and counting of votes will be taken up on 23rd of May. Uh, exit polls, which basically uh, tell everyone who's most likely to win, uh, are going to come out tomorrow or day after, mostly. Uh, it's going to be very exciting. I'll be there to help you out with it. Uh, moving forward, we have uh, Akhilesh uh, Yadav, uh, former Chief Minister of the Pradesh, tweeting images of three monkeys to take a dig at Modi Shah Press Meet. Uh, you must have uh, seen uh, Prime Minister Modi, um, you know, attending his first ever press conference in uh, his five years uh, with uh, BJP G uh, Chief uh, Amit Shah. And uh, funnily enough, most of the answers were answered by questions were answered by Amit Shah, which uh, which 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 completely goes against uh, Prime Minister Modi's uh, at least perceived persona. And uh, the reason he said he refused to take any questions was citing party discipline. I don't know what it is, but as far as I remember, Modi has constantly made fun of ex Prime Minister, former Prime Minister uh, Manmohan Singh for uh, being a mon Prime Minister, for being someone who doesn't answer. Uh, difficult questions and is quiet with all the corruption that went around him. So I think this was a bit hypocritical from our Prime Minister. Um, and there, there were a lot of people making uh, fun of him. Uh, no, Rahul Gandhi not uh, being behind, uh, saying, uh, tweeting that congratulations uh, Modi ji, excellent press conference, showing up is half the battle. Next time Mr. Amit Shah may even allow you to answer a couple of questions. Well done. That was really sarcastic and hilarious from Rahul Gandhi. I think uh, this was more of an own goal from uh, Prime Minister Modi with just four to five days remaining for his uh, uh, you know uh, party to know their fate uh, you have of course uh uh, another news uh, related to the BJP, uh, you have NPF uh, to withdraw support to BJP-led coalition in Manipur, uh, which is the Naga People's Front has decided to withdraw support to the BJP-led government in Manipur. Uh, uh, but uh, let's uh, let's be honest, uh, they have like what, only uh, three to four, uh, yeah, NPF has four MLAs. So it's not really going to affect them. But the reason they said uh, is that uh, why are we leaving is that we have been patient for over two years. Adding the bigger party looks down on smaller groups and uh, we desire the respect to be given to other parties. So there's a problem with whatever was promised to them. They're not getting it. 
so that's the issue going on um you have uh, interestingly nitish kumar the current chief minister of bihar saying summer season not right for holding elections now when i read that i felt what what the hell is he talking about like okay like what uh you know and he said that he will uh, pla- he's planning to unite parties against having elections in the summer uh so th- there is some logic in this and i uh, after i read it i uh, you know kind of agreed with him he said that such long drawn election should not be held in intense heat conditions this is not an appropriate time uh, with the conducive atm- atmosphere for uh, holding elections it must be either held in february march when it's a bit colder or october november uh, in two to three phases in our country currently it goes on for seven phases so which is quite long and he says that february march or october november without the heat considering india is a hot country uh, he kind of has a lot of sense he says that people have to stand in line and there are not in, there is not enough shade for the same so uh, i agree with this uh, statement from uh, uh, chief minister nitish kumar because this is in favor of democracy and in favor of the country and is cutting across party lines uh of course a uh, brilliant uh, image of this uh, week uh, prime minister modi meditates inside holy cave in kedarnath he is also going to badrinath by the way so i'm pretty sure there will be pictures coming out from there uh so he said uh, you know he uh, he had planned to visit uh, kedarnath and badrinath he had arrived in dehradun uh, took a helicopter and went over there and the image of modi uh, meditating was circulated across the media uh he was very uh, famously wearing a uh, saffron shawl and uh, you know he was praying near a window there was another image which has come out and uh, he said this was just a spiritual trip and uh, the election commission reminded him that boss uh, you know that the model code of conduct is still going on so you can't really uh, overtly promote yourself or your party or call for votes so but yeah we understand mr modi ji what you're doing uh, it's very similar if i remember to what uh, uh, kejriwal had done during the uh lokpal agitation where he had uh, uh actually gone to delhi he was in delhi of course and he was uh, in some place in delhi and he was meditating i still remember it was a front page of times of india still remember so nothing new to be very honest another controversy hit the election commission this uh, week where uh, uh, you know uh, ashok lavasa is staying away from election commission meetings he's an election commissioner but the chief election commissioner uh, sunil arora has said that election commission uh, members are not expected to be clones of each other and if there are any issues and if there are any there is any dissent it's a good thing because it has happened in the past and will continue to happen and we aren't clones of each other uh so interestingly election commissioner uh, ashok lavasa stayed away from meetings uh, you know because he said that pertaining uh, because he said that uh, you know that they uh, they we 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 are not getting uh, you know uh, respect and what i'm saying is not being valued so that is why he has left uh, the exact words being that minority decisions going unrecorded i guess it's an office feud <laughs> as long as democracy is safe i'm fine uh we have uh, on uh, international news uh, on a somber note sri lanka imposes nationwide curfew as communal violence spreads you must have uh, uh, read about the easter bombings in sri lanka and churches um so there has been communal violence as a fallout because of those attacks 
and uh, you have uh, you know like uh, there, there are clashes between the Sinhalese majority and the Muslim minority. Uh, Prime Minister Anil Vikram Singh also appealed for calm after the unrest broke out, especially in uh, Kurunegala district targeting Muslims and appealed to the public to not be swayed by false information. And of course, because of that, they have stripped uh, the place of internet, no WhatsApp, no mobile apps and, uh, you know, just to ensure there is uh, none of this going on. And, uh, you know, the, the violence is a backlash. Uh, over 253 people were killed and over 500 were uh, injured uh, when this attack took place during Easter. And uh, so it was uh, the Islamic State uh, actually claimed the attacks, but the government blamed local Islamist extremist group, National Tawheed Jamaat. You know, they arrested, or the Sri Lankan authorities arrested over 100 people in connect, uh, connection with the blasts and banned them as if terrorists are going to be like, oh my God, you banned me, but whatever. Uh, you have some. You have to start somewhere. Uh, another news today morning. I woke up to read that there was uh, uh, an upset in Australian elections, uh, where defying exit polls, Prime Minister Morrison-led coalition uh, heads towards uh, majority. So Australian, uh, the new uh, Australian uh, Prime Minister would be uh, again once again Scott Morrison. Uh, so there are again once once again there are two uh, two sides to the uh, political coin in Australia. There are the Liberals and the Conservatives. Uh, the Liber uh, the Conservatives, uh, though interestingly here, uh, are led by the Liberal Party coalition, and the left uh, centre left uh, party is actually uh, the side is being led by the Labour Party. So the Labour Party lost, the Liberal Party won, but the Liberal Party is actually the Conservative Party, the Conservative sides, and uh, they weren't expected to win. But once again, we can see uh, uh, the polls are wrong. Uh, the only poll that's right is one you're watching right now. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't help it. Uh, but anyway, uh, who did they defeat? Uh, they defeated uh, Labour Party leader Bill Shorten. Uh, so the, he's the one who lost and now the, Scott Morrison is the new Prime Minister with the Conservatives back in power for three more years. Theresa May stepping down as Prime Minister. Uh, so she is most likely going to step down as Prime Minister in June. Uh, she has offered, you know, that she's going to step down in June. She's going to come up with more Brexit, uh, you know, uh, terms and deals which everyone's rejecting. I'll be honest, I have no idea what's happening with Brexit. I'm not smart enough. If there's someone smart enough, please teach me. These guys are trying to leave the European Union, but they're not able to. And uh, the next Prime Minister of UK is either going to be Boris Johnson uh, or uh, Michael Gove. Okay, or Gov or whatever. Uh, Boris Johnson and Michael Gov, uh, those guys are from the Conservative Party. And uh, Boris Johnson is not really well liked, I'll be honest, uh, from what I know. Boris Johnson is an ex-journalist. Uh, and more of a meme online, if you ask me. Uh, coming back, uh, the US uh, uh, did two things this uh, week, uh, notable ones at least. Uh, they passed a bill to protect, uh, protect LGBTQ rights in the workplace. Uh, the White House made a historic amendment to the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Uh, it passed a bill to protect US citizens against discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity. Uh, bill was passed with bipartisan support. Uh, so this is basically uh, like it puts a law on side of those who continue to face in individual discrimination, not on their character, but on who they are. So if you're gay, you're bisexual, you're transgender, and if someone's discriminating against you within, uh, if you're working for the U.S. government or in or in general, you know, U.S. citizen, uh, you uh, the government is behind you. Don't worry, this won't happen. You know. So the government is saying we'll back you. But currently, approximately 46% of Americans are closed, closeted at work, which means they are not. 
uh, you know, revealing their actual sexual orientation or gender or gender orientation. And 52% LGBTQ members said that uh, discrimination has actually negatively affected them at work, including leaving uh, work because of uh, the discrimination being so bad. Um, coming back, uh, Taiwan has done one another thing. Uh, okay, uh, before I go to the bad thing the US did, uh, the good thing uh, Taiwan did is that they legalized same-sex marriages in landmark first for Asia. Currently, it's only Australia and New Zealand uh, in the Asia-Pacific region, uh, APAC, ANZ region, where uh, you know marriage between homosexuals is legal. Taiwan has uh, actually uh, you know passed that law. So good going, uh, you know, Thai, uh, Taiwan and their president uh, Tsai Ing Wen. He said that today we are uh, we have a chance to make history and show the world that progressive values can take root in East Asian society, which is a very important and uh, you know like significant statement to make. Uh, the last news news which must have filled your timeline, I'm pretty sure, uh, with a lot of people creating noise over this, including Indians, right? Uh, because it's 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 a horrible thing which has happened that uh, in the U.S. Alabama, uh, which is not exactly a liberal state to begin with. Uh, passed a law making abortion nearly illegal. You know, Alabama's Republican lawmakers and supporters have pushed the legislation to pass a bill uh, which amounts to a near total ban on abortion in the state. Uh, they, so if, they, if there's abortion which takes place, doctors will be slapped up to 99 years in prison for performing an abortion. Uh, of course, uh, they have come up with a few exceptions. Uh, abortions may be uh, performed only to avoid serious health risk to the unborn child's mother or if the unborn child has a lethal anomaly. So they, they will excuse you in these conditions. Uh, what's shocking is even if, uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, if a lady uh, is actually sexually assaulted and she has a child, uh, from what I know, even then, uh, abortion is illegal, which is absolutely shocking to me. I mean, I don't know, like, you know, growing up, you know, we all thought the United States was the paragon of liberal virtue, the paragon of, uh, you know, uh, liberal lifestyles. Not so much, not so much, quite unfortunate. And, uh, this will, this will carry on. I think this will go up to Roe versus Wade. This is what they're trying to do. Uh, watch this space uh, because this hasn't stopped yet. This is just the first step in ensuring Roe versus Wade, which is a landmark case in the United States Supreme Court, is looked upon again and repealed. Uh, uh, so there are a couple of podcasts coming uh, your way uh, this week. Game of Thrones uh, tomorrow, last episode, season finale, season finale, last episode. Absolutely excited to get ex extremely disappointed. And uh, that's about it from my side. Thank you guys. Love you. Uh, Polke bowl, I guess. See ya. Take care. See ya. Bye.